Why, this car is automatic. It's systematic. It's hydromatic. Why, it's greased lightning. They know how to make you smile. You're already here, why don't you stay a while? Get back, relax, you freaks. They're playing all the tricks and taking all of the treats. Grab a whiskey and hang on tight. Smoke that bong with all your might. They write books, but that ain't all. One short and smooth and one is hairy and tall. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. They argue about everything and then drive each other so insane Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne Best buds talking book of the week And all the horror stuff that they think is neat Hanging loose doing ridiculous reads Not cause we deserve it cause it's what we need Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. They argue about everything and drive each other so insane. Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Welcome to Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. My name is John Wayne. With me, as always, is Christopher Triana. Christopher, how are you, my friend? Hello, hello. How are you? Hello, I'm good, Governor. Speaking of governors, uh, thank you guys for checking out our, our last couple episodes with our good friend Jonathan Butcher. Uh, it's just the two uh, the two uglies today. No guests. No. Uh, no, and and the thing is, as we were chatting before, we were gonna have him back on, but he was he's mourning the Queen right now. So ah, anyway. yes, it's true because he is a British. He's a he's a British descent. Uh, but yeah, we know how much he uh, he loves monarchies and uh, kings and no, that's, queens. I, but we have no idea how I, he feels about the Queen. Um, I'm assuming yeah. all British people like have some kind of like a uh, chip programmed into them, and uh, you know maybe yeah, not. I know no. many British people that that consider the monarchy uh, parasites and uh, resent that they're that, that we still that they still have royalty in this day and age, including people from uh, the, the fucking monarchy themselves that that left that decided to flee and, and abandon being royalty, you know, unless so. their microchip is making them say that so that you're like you trust them more mm. you're like, yeah, I could trust these guys there. Meanwhile, well, that's. That's why, shit, dude. You know. That's why we have guns, because otherwise, the Queen of England. Would just that's why we have guns smashing <laughs> down our door. You know. God damn it! You want that? You want that? No. no we we started this country to get away from monarchy. You know. Um. And so, with all with all sympathies to the British people who may be in mourning over this shit. Uh, what really gets me are the American people that get wrapped up in this British royalty. I'm like, you're American. You're not even British. You give a shit about Princess Diana and, and all these people. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why? Why? Like, they get wrapped up in the pageantry. They go, they go hard, like, dude. People go hard on this, dude. Get ready for every, like, for the next, like, four months, you're going to go to, like, the grocery store. And there's going to be a thousand of these, like, special time Queen Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. yeah and, absolutely. Like, you know, they'll sell a hundred billion of them, dude. They'll get I was all at the this, like things like that. 
Yeah, I was at the barber shop and it was on the fucking TV, like the, the Queen's funeral procession or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, look at all these cars and all these cannons and all these flowers and all this stuff. Yeah, that, that money couldn't be better spent, you know, than and just were, celebrating they- these rich people that have never really done anything for anyone. You know, it's just I don't know. It makes me sick. I don't like I don't like that kind of nepotistic uh, monarchy shit. And we, we you know, uh, like we're not. Um, totally excused from this either. We don't have royalty, but we do have monarchies in this country with the Bushes and the Clintons and now the Trumps, you know, like these these nepotistic families of leaders, you know, uh, and it makes me sick. I can't stand it. <laughs> so, so, so were they like shushing you at the barber, like shop though? Were they like, oh God, right, no, Chris, no, shut no. up. No, I like just, the flowers. All right, I'm cutting you. No, hair. no, the no, fuck no. Up. no, no, no. Like my barbers are a couple old Italian guys. And uh, they just always have the news on and it was just on. And like, even they were just ripping on it. They're like, look at this nonsense. Who the fuck cares? You know, why is this on American TV? <laughs> they just constantly playing like the sports record over and over because yeah. they always have the news on. Huey yeah. Lewis. Sports by Huey Lewis. Yeah. yeah. I wish that's a good. Album. That would be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. That is a good album. Damn, dude. See, that would be like the sports clips I would go to. Yeah. my haircut then they played this the sports record all just front to back yeah um and over, huey lewis is, is the guy who cuts your hair yeah that would be great too did i tell you about uh this one time i was touring with um the sketch group i was in micro satan and we stayed at this airbnb in austin and it was just mm-hmm. an efficiency and all like nine of us crowded in there and the girl was like you guys can play any of my records you want but it, it got so hot in there all the records warped and she had two copies of sports and mm. I played them both, and it was like what, like listening to like a weird vapor wave uh, mm. sports because it was like yeah, so awesome. Uh, that's like have, the kept listening. That's like the trance remix, you know, <laughs> for when you're really high. Little dubstep, Huey Lewis. Proof you can't ruin a good thing like that. You know, it's hard to yeah. ruin a good thing. Not even sun and and warping and. Apparently, Huey Lewis has a really giant hog, too. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Like, Why wouldn't he? No, like uh, there's he, um, <clears throat> no, it's, there's this you know, like there was this book written by this infamous groupie who like banged so many different rock stars and like she ranked dick sizes. And apparently Huey Lewis is like right up there with Tommy Lee. Like uh, huge dick. OK. That's <laughs> oh, true. Hold on. Well, I mean, according to her, it's true. I haven't seen Huey's dick, at least not in a long time. Huey Lewis, okay, so when you okay, so when you Google Huey Lewis's hog, it doesn't come up. Um, <laughs> Let's not do this right now. Let's uh, not be googling on the. <laughs> just, just take my word for it. This is this is a real, a real story. I, I mean, I guess, dude. I mean, I'm just, yeah. um, hmm, yeah. So wow. He's the biggest. I've always said he's the biggest. Hmm. I know you have. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, he's got a Willem Dafoe sized dick, apparently. Yeah. As we dude. learned on our last episode. <laughs> That's right. Too big. I'll do it. I'll do the real fucking. You're too big. You're too big. Um, yeah. And you know what? Then then the uh, then the queen died. So that's what happened. Yep. Well, the only the only queen I uh, the only queen I salute is Queen Elizabeth, dude, from Macho Man's wife. <laughs> That's the only Elizabeth, Elizabeth. to me. Elizabeth, 
Cream rises. <laughs> it rises. Uh, yeah. Cream. All right. Um, so uh, we don't really have a theme for this episode. Uh, we were just trying to jump on and do one for you all while we had the opportunity. We're both busy guys, and I know uh, you know we know that we haven't been putting out as many episodes as as we would like to recently. So we're just kind of kind of wing it today. But we do have our very special segments for you. That's true. Um, did we want to do we want to start with Weed Corner? Or we we, can. we usually just like start talking about weed anyway. Yep. So well, we, yeah. we still need to get theme music for that. You know, the John Wayne's Weed Corner. As he lights up and hits the bomb. There you go. Yep. Yep. Mm. So what's new in the world of, of weed? Well, as I said, like I was talking to you guys before, like you and Jonathan a little bit, we talked about those infused joints that I'd been getting and smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, I went I was at my old shop here in Vegas, Oasis, and I told you I got like um, a mini dab, like a travel dab rig that I've been taking places, which there's this little guy right here. If you're watching the video and oh, you, wow, have a, you ever done dabs, Chris, like. Do you know uh, what no, that is? Okay, so really, like, no. basically it's like oil that you put in here and you stick it's like super hot because this is like a blowtorch type of thing down here. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a bomb. And then, <laughs> but uh so usually like you you get them in these little like the oil or whatever comes in these little containers that are like like a size of a quarter or whatever, and you kind of get scrape a little bit out. Dude, now that they started like to sell them like in these like it looks like a hypodermic needle. Yeah, that looks like a much more hardcore drug than marijuana. And you can yeah. squeeze it out in like onto a bowl or into a joint. Um, it's just like super concentrated THC. So like yeah. and you just put it in the steak dab rig and I've been doing this. So I got one of these that's like fucking uh, banana, banana kush or something like that. <laughs> and like another one that's like a Maui Waui one. Um, and uh, God, it's incredible, like all the different stuff, the different varieties they have now. You know, it's just amazing. Yeah, but then I was smoking like some uh, green crack out of the bong here, and then right. in, the, in the pipe I have this. I don't know what this. I tore the fuck green crack. Yeah, this is also. So you're doing crack now too? Something banana something. Yeah, it's called green crack. It's a good strain, dude. Um, okay. I thought you meant crack. Right, okay, so you're you're. You're getting out of hand here. You you have a packed bong and a packed pipe. You're smoking out of two different things, and you're holding up just holding up your syringe of liquid weed. It's, um, it's dab oil. Yeah. When are we gonna get you in, in rehab? When is this gonna happen, dude? Club rehab? Fuck yeah, man. Let's get in it. We're not gonna have to wait in line. Um, no. Uh, that's what I've been smoking. Um, what else did I did I get anything else recently? Uh, so see my, some of my buddy, a few, uh, a couple of my friends came to Vegas this past weekend and got married and I happened to be here. So I was able to go and, uh, I was just like giving joints, like, here you go, man. And they're like, wow, like, here we were go. You trying to like, talk them out of. Oh yeah, of course I did. I tried married? to. Yeah, yeah okay. I did. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We always have to try. <laughs> um, you know, I pulled them aside, gave them the talk, you know, like you do. Uh, I said, look into these cold dead eyes and, uh, <laughs> son. This is if your I brain on you, marriage. Uh, <laughs> if I told you not to marry, <laughs> yes, dad. And I told you all I know. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it was fine. But uh, we were smoking a lot of joints. But I just went the other day and got this uh, re-upped. And it's like I said, it's it's cool to be able to, you know, buy in like kind of smaller qualities because <clears throat> quantities, because these ones I showed you the flower, they're eighths. So, you know, it's like an eighth of an ounce. So it's, you know, not a lot, uh, not a huge yeah. quantity. So you could kind of smoke through them, try different varietals um, uh, because that is, is as I want to do. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I enjoy that quite a bit. So that's yeah. why I, po- I packed some extras for us uh, here before I got started. Okay. I knew we very, would like it. Very, very nice. By we, I mean me. <clears throat> yes, I know. I, I, unfortunately, not with you, but I don't smoke anyway. You know me. I'm just a, I know a GP. A, no, a you're GP not a GP. When it comes like, to the weed. Hey, man, you're a GP, like with a like a special sash that means like you're in training. Oh, oh, like uh, if you're in the motorcycle club, like you're a pledge. You know, you you still have your GP colors, but you got the stripes yeah. because you're almost out. You know. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, yeah, you're done. Be the GP. You know, we like jump you in or some shit. I don't know. I, ju- I did. I have been trying this, this new stuff. Um, I was up in, you know, as I've mentioned before, I have to get mine in Massachusetts. Uh, but I've, I was up in Massachusetts. I was having dinner with a friend. So I, I realized, you know, I, I figured I would stop. But I'd went to a, a, because I was in a different area, I went to a different weed store than I normally go to. And they didn't have my pills that I like to get um for whatever reason they just don't carry it in pill form so i got some gummies there's my pills <laughs> right so i got some some gummies uh that are really really good um you know they're like five milligrams each perfect for me um and uh and like they they don't have any kind of weed taste to them they don't taste green you don't get the weed burps um and they get me just as as groovy as uh, the pills do, and they're like half the price. So I think I'm going to start doing them. Okay, so that's Stick what I was going to. I know we we talked about that a little bit. So I wanted to ask you. So you you so you found like those pills that you were taking previously. Those are also five milligrams, right? A piece, yeah, yeah, five to they're, ten they're, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're a little di- like there's two different ones. One was the Bliss, and then the other one was li- uh, Liberty Harmony. Which sounds like car insurance, but that's Liberty. what they are. <laughs> Liberty Harmony. Um, and you, you'd been taking those, like you're eating those, like kind of exclusively for a while. You said, yeah, I had just been, I just been doing those. Um, and uh, what, you know, but but I so I tried these gummies, and like I said, they're like half the price of the pills, and they get me to the same place that I want to be, the same milligram. Yeah, you know, I'll do five sometimes. Other times I'll do ten if I really want to rock out and put on some, you know, Brian Ferry on the fucking radio and get my crazy disco light going. You know? I know. I know. I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, what, what is, is there anything you like uh, in particular better about the gummies versus the pills? In, 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 <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was going to say, aside from those things you, you mentioned, like the, bur- like not the taste, the burps, is it like the, the high a little bit different or is it better or, or, or just negligible or just, Different. Well, I, I would say that the bliss pills, because the bliss pills are mixed with stuff, not just THC and the CBD, but it has some other like legal herbs in it. And so sometimes that high could feel a little different. It's a little more, a uh, little more of an up high rather than a sedative high, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, but no, the gummies are just as good as the, the Liberty Harmony pills. They're just as good. And my, like I said, my favorite thing about them is the price it's, you know, almost almost half you know of what the uh of the, what the pills are and they taste really good yeah they're mm-hmm. like these watermelon gummy chewy things they're 
they're yummy. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, um, and that, like, one of the reasons why I like, I'm like, yeah, and look at this syringe and this one other, and then here's these two. Look at my syringe. Here's my big black and, stuff. And, and uh, yeah, and then you're and you're like pipe bomb, uh, uh, like fucking device you got you there. Hold on, I have this. I put a fish bowl over my head. It's just like, <laughs> um, but like, like really uh, that 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 new pipe thing you just showed me, that square thing, that it looks it looks like super bad. It, it looks like a pipe bomb or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to do one while we're on the air. Um, but like, so because of different strains is, you know, different flower, different, different varietals, just like have a different yeah. effect. And that's why it's kind of good to change it up a little bit every once in a while. I know like you're, um, you know, just you're getting into the game, so I'm not going to, you know, you do whatever you're comfortable with, but you know, it might be a good idea to try, try even different gummies sometimes, you know, just like a try a different one, see how yeah. that affects you. You know, I had, to, I did have some other ones while I was on the road when I was um, doing my big road trip with bear. Um, you know, I picked up some in, in Illinois that was like a, a gum, like an actual chewing gum, not even a gummy. Like, you're not, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it was funny because I was like, am I? supposed to swallow it or not you know like i wasn't sure <laughs> <laughs> you go back in uh, how do i do it did you like have did you look it up are you supposed to swallow it i don't know i don't really know. not yeah. i mean i just kept chewing it and then i got high and so I, then i was like i just spit it out once it had no flavor left you just forgot um, after that <laughs> well i mean i got i got high so it's like well it worked i guess i don't need to swallow it um so uh yeah and those were those were okay yeah but, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is exclusively what I do now. I don't I, I don't really drink at all. I've started um, the dab rig. Do you see that flame? Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, it's a little blue blowtorch you got there. It's going to heat up that wax that I put for those th for those who aren't watching or just and listening. It, it looks like a, a bong made by Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> do you think he'd put a bong line out? Yeah, uh, maybe. He's still in prison, right? Yes, yes. He's not getting out ever. He murdered people with bombs. I know, I know, but he's not dead yet. <laughs> he's not dead yet. No, ever. no, he's not dead. No, he's not dead. Um, I don't know what his. I can't remember if he was a fan of weed or not. I mean, he lived an all natural lifestyle. You know, he lived in a shed, a cabin, like yeah, not even a cabin, dude. It was it was like a, a shed, um, and uh, like rode a bike. You know, he was very anti technology. He, I don't know. You know, I, mean, I read his manifesto years ago, uh, and it was it was definitely fascinating, particularly in that he really uh, predicted a lot of the, the problems we have now with computers and social media. He predicted it long ago. Uh, so it was an interesting read. I mean, he's still, you know, an utter maniac, you know, and I don't condone anything he did, but it was an interesting read. But I can't remember if he was for or against weed. I can't remember. Well, if he said one or the other at all, I don't know. Hmm. Right well, to that, us. Let that us was know. Good. That was a good. <laughs> see, I just well, I just get a very nice, good dab uh, hit there. Whew. Yeah. Yes. Well, so uh, it gets you really. If you had a, like a little bit of this, like say, if I took like a little puff off of this into my mouth, into my lungs, and then gave you like a like I shotgunned it into your mouth, like mouth to mouth, like a tiny we're, kiss, like even that mouth. little bit would get you so high dude you would be i'm, I'm sure yeah. so high dude it would be crazy because yeah. this is like concentrate um what yeah, I, I, I will that. is i will take a lesser like weed and i'll put that in my mouth and then blow it into your mouth um, oh, i i don't want to 
I can, I can get high without making out with you. I know you've been pushing. I know you've been pushing for the making out for so long, and I and I know the fans have been wanting it too. But you know, <laughs> how about I cool your pizza? I put in. A... Is that what is okay, is that slang fine, for something? Fine, fine. I don't know. Could be. Cool, could cool be. your pizza. <laughs> Let me cool your pizza, babe. What did uh, Jonathan say is a, is a circle of friends or something like friend circle that he feels like I fell into a friend circle and I was like, whoa, is that like a gang? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it will be friend circle, but we might uh, anyway, see the other episodes for that. But that uh, I, anyway, I say this to say, I encourage you to, uh, I'm glad you tried these gummies and that, that you're digging them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, make, maybe it doesn't hurt to mix it up every once in a while. Look at your local like, shop to see where, if they have like, did you do you ever ask them like what the deals of the day are or anything? Or are you just going to go in and say like this? No, no, I just I just go and like I like I was saying, I usually just get the same thing, but I happen to be at a different place. And I just, you know, I, I like to, uh, you know, rather than do the drive all over again, because, you know, it's like a 40 minute drive. I figured I'll just, you know, just get grab something. And I did. And all was well. So well, from a, value, from a value standpoint, uh, it doesn't hurt to ask for because a lot of them have daily deals, and that's how I can get yeah. a variety of shit for cheap and a uh, good price, and it's 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 pretty cool. So, um, yeah, now that we're high, uh, I'm not high. <laughs> I thought you were getting high. That's why I was taking that dab. I was like, you're doing a dab on your side, right? No. Oh, no, I watching myself in the camera do the yeah it's it's only 4 30 where i am that's too early for me to it's only 1 30 here dude well i know but you're a drug addict you do drugs all day long every day i do not do that that's fine (laughs) you know you don't have to make it sound so negative okay Um, i'm sorry i'm sorry i do i do enthusiastically do drugs all day every day all day every day yeah so yeah yeah that's Not it's just not how I do things. I usually wait till after dinner, yeah, uh, to take my edible after yeah. midnight. Let it all hang out. Because if I don't, dude, if I don't, because I get mad munchies, like I really do. And yeah. so if if I if I get high before dinner, the dinner is not going to happen. I'm just going to eat fucking ice cream and potato chips and shit, and Ooh. and just you know, like so. I always try to eat real food, you know, like a good like meat and veggies like and then and then do my edible dance to brian ferry mm-hmm. and then and then have my ice cream commence the, dude the yeah and let the fucking party commence it's all good man <laughs> however you want, however we do it is how we do it and there uh, is a there is a, a a new show i wanted to talk about but we'll get to that uh uh i think we should get into our segments uh and you know get going with those because i have we have some really cool uh really cool books to talk about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. girlfriend that's right so uh i guess then then that you know you know what that means all right everyone it's time for our first segment which is book of the week <laughs> Book of the week. Yeah. Book of the week, baby. Oh, my goodness. Book of the week's on me. This one's coming right at you for my top 10. Uh, actually, just for my top book of the week this week. And uh, this comes to us from friend of the show, Mr. Patrick C. Harrison, the third. 
And this mm. book is called Grandpappy. Grandpappy. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of this book, Chris? You see, you see this? You heard about yes. this? Uh, yeah, you told me about it about half an hour ago. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> um, not only is this is a cool book if you're into especially extreme uh, body horror and uh, like disgusting body horror uh it, it's it's right up your alley i know we have a lot of listeners that that like that that kind of writing and that style and um that is there for this also i uh just narrated this book for oh. patrick so i got to read it all and it's 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 uh awesomely disgusting glory and just if you haven't seen the cover of this book that says it all like I'm looking at it now, but you could look it up at your own time, listeners. But it's it's got a just a very close up of a old, decrepit, diseased foot with like the 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 thing. The nails are all yellow and disgusting and uh, it's uh, gnarled and just just really it's it, it, it looks foul. And mm -hmm. that's the cover. And uh, man, does it it holds up. Um, and all it, it's so like the description is, you know, grandpappy is on hospice. Charles is going mad. Vile things are abound. You reader are not prepared. This is your lesson in depravity. And uh, that's it. That's all. That's all it says. There's a bunch of um, uh, it's got a bunch of uh, what do you call them? Quotes from authors, you know, blurbs, uh, blurbs. Yeah, that that people have contributed um that you can see but it is you know like i said i did the narration basically this guy's like going to his grandpappy's house to watch him while his parents go on vacation for two weeks maybe a week who knows like time seems to get really weird for him and his grandpappy's on hospice and uh he's supposed to be turning him and all the stuff he does have this diseased foot this dog comes out of nowhere like and is chewing on it it's it's like it gets gnarly and uh the first night he puts in a videotape turns out to be an old uh, family movie. And he starts to find out things about grandpappy that um, are just not, not the best, not the best yeah. things. And then from there, hilarity ensues. Um, a so lot of <clears throat> What's that? I was just going to, so is it's a comedic extreme horror novel. Uh, uh no, it's not comedic. I was joking. Okay. Well, you said hilarity yeah. and suicide. I know that was, yeah. that was so weird. you're being you're being facetious. Okay. Uh, yes. So it's so it's a it's an extreme horror novel then. Yes, it's very yeah, it's, it is extreme. Um, to the extreme. extreme. <laughs> and it gets like the story is cool. It gets bizarre and, and odd. Um, but but he definitely takes it to the hilt uh in cool. this one. So uh that is the book of the week and um you know check out if you're into the narration and the audible stuff the narration should be out there in a couple weeks it usually you know it takes a minute before they put approved put it up but uh we'll be blasting it out there when it's out there if you want to hear me read it you know it's disgusting glory yeah very good very very good, very good. you're very good <laughs> damn right um okay so that's book of the week. So that brings us right into our next segment, which is everybody's favorite ridiculous reads. Ridiculous reads. 
Ridiculous. Uh, all your needs ridiculous sweets. Are, are you giving us a song because the, the intro music got kind of distorted and messed up? <laughs> Not on my end. Uh, okay, maybe it's just on my end then. Okay. It's, it sounded all like garbled. You but. sound garbled. Do I? No. Um, okay. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I was just singing because I caught the spirit. You ever do that? Uh, yeah. The yeah. Goes so on. The beat goes on. That's right. Dude. On. Um, like when you, go right. when you go dance later after you eat your I will. Like, edible and yeah, get my BGs going, man. man. Good stuff. My BGs mm. remixes and my, and my Huey Lewis sports trance remix. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I'm gonna send you one. I'm gonna send you okay. a warped, a warped sports, so you can listen for. That's it. great. Oh, yeah, I don't even have a record player, so I'll just have to hold you it will, in my dude. hands and imagine. You'll know. You'll know. Yeah. You will know. You will know, dude. Okay, so book of the week. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited because um, I've ha- I've managed to collect some really interesting books specifically for book of the week and i've been wanting to get around to them so for, for you mean ridiculous reads right i'm sorry for ridiculous reads yes i've gotten um some really bizarre books just for this segment and uh i'm really proud to have found this one uh this is a book by ron d cristoforo uh and before i show it to you and present it to everyone i just want to ask you one question john wayne and that is what's the word is it the bird no, it is Thund- Thunderbird. Reese is oh, the word. Shit, dude. <laughs> this the novelization the of Greece. The novelization wow. of fucking Greece. <laughs> are the songs included? Well, that's one of the reasons I had to get it, dude. I was like, how are they gonna do a novelization of a musical? Like, what are they gonna do with all the parts where they're singing? Right? Right. So uh so no, they don't like just print out the the words what uh, the, to the songs, the lyrics. What they do with the book is they just like try to just write it as if that was all a conversation and stuff going on. What? So it's, yeah, it's really it's really strange, and that's one of the reasons I I was so excited to read it. So yeah, this is by Ron D. Cristoforo, based on the screenplay by Bronte Woodard, adaptation by Alan Carr based on the original musical by Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey. And it includes, get this, it includes action photos from the film itself. So oh, hell yeah, dude. Hell fucking yeah. Those are glo- those are the glossies in the middle of the book. You can't wait to get to them. Oh, these aren't even glossies. This thing's from the 70s, so it's just like... Is it the same? It's regular pictures. paper? The regular it's regular paper? paper, and all the pictures are black and white. Yeah. It's, this, is, this is from the oh. 70s, dude. This is old. Yeah, this is the, you know, the John Travolta living in Jean Greece. This isn't, uh, you know, the Glee version of it or anything like this that. Ain't this ain't your the, mom's Greece. <laughs> no, no, this is, this is, this is your grandparents' Greece. This is the old, is the old. My retirement Greece. My retirement Greece. Yeah, this is from like when we were kids. Um, and I actually really uh, always liked this movie when I was a kid. I don't really like musicals, but for some reason I really do like Greece. I like the music and mm-hmm. I've always loved Olivia Newton-John, Rest in Power um i've always really liked her uh mm-hmm. earth earth angel if you're asking if you ask me uh and uh travolta was vince vega so i mean it doesn't get cooler than that now here's where it gets even more bizarre this book is written in the first person so but it's not written from the point of view of danny or sandy who are the main characters in greece 
It's written from the point of view of Sonny, which was one of the, the other greasers, one of the side but characters. It's all uh, from Sonny's point of view. From, it's all Sonny's yeah. story. It's all from Sonny's point of view. And he talks like it's written in this very like uh, like dialogue type way, like the way people talk. You know, like the first line of the book is now to tell you the truth. The thing that got you to realize before you set out to read a story about the 50s is that nothing ever happened. So like it, it reads like that, you know. Uh, so uh, what I wanted to read <clears throat> And I'm just going to warn everyone, this is spoilers if you haven't seen Greece yet, but you've had 50 fucking years. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to, I really want to read the finale. Uh, and for, those, so for those, so for those of you who you know, remember the movie, the finale is when they do that, that song, you're the one that I want to be, you know, like, and they, and then they, uh, they, they sing the whole song, like Sandy shows up and she's all in leather and like, it's like, oh my God, Sandy, you know, and they do the whole, like, <laughs> oh I got you, <laughs> they do the whole, I got you, multiplying, they do that whole song. <laughs> and then, and then Danny and Sandy, they get into the Grease Lightning car and it flies into the clouds and they fly away in the car. Mm-hmm. So that's the movie. So I'm like, how the fuck are they going to do this in the book? Like, particularly the way the book is written, as if it was like this guy talking about what life was really like in the 50s. So I'm going to go ahead and read the finale to this unbelievably great book. All right. So there are at this point, uh, you know, it's graduation. They're all out on the field at Rydell High. Okay. The field behind Rydell High had been transformed into a fairground with rides lining both sides of the field and both. And I'm sorry, and booths zigzagging through the middle. Banners flew and balloons floated in the air. It was a carnival, all right, and something of a joke. You see what I mean with the way he talks? It's like, it was a carnival, all right. You know? uh, me, Duty, Kanicki, and Danny. We were all to- just a couple of pallies. <laughs> <laughs> and there really is a guy named Duty in the movie. Uh, me, Duty, Kanicki, and Danny uh, walked onto the field, checking out each other's report cards. <clears throat> Yo, dude, your grades almost spell out your name, Danny said. Well, take a look at Kanicki's. It looks like whoever filled it out was stuttering on F all the way down. I don't believe it, Kanicki said. What? How could I have flunked phys ed? I didn't even know I had it. There was a booth set up to one side with a sign that read, Cream the teacher, 25 cents. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. I know. I, I have to I, bust in for a second. I have to I bust knew, in for a second. You would have to do a cum joke. Cream the teacher. In what's cream the teacher? And and fifties were a different time. Anyway, they were. Now cream the teacher for twenty five cents. Uh, Coach Calhoun stood with his head through a hole in a canvas drape. <laughs> uh, cream pies were lined up along the counter. Hey, your coach! I said, placing my quarter on the table. Mrs. Murdoch, who was running the booth, smiled and said, it's for a good cause, cause boys. The teacher's retirement fund. Give them up a pie in the puss. <laughs> it just keeps getting. OK, dirtier. dude, now, come on. <laughs> now you're putting me on. All right. I'm cream not, pies. I, was... I didn't say anything. The cream pies part. But now the cream pies part. his head through a hole in a canvas drape <laughs> like that, too. Um, Take one yeah, in the I, puss. Is that I what he swear said? To God, it says right here. Give him a pie in the puss. And they say that in the movie as well. Maybe so. the, you know what? Maybe maybe it's not so different of a time. 
to be yeah. honest. Yeah. The, the T-Birds, the T-Birds crowded around as I picked up my pie. <laughs> Come on, coach. Let me see you smile. Danny said, Zuko, if you ran your feet as fast as your mouth, you might've stayed on the team. As for your buddy Latrieri there, he could use a little mental exercise too. Coach smiled and closed his eyes when he saw me cock my arm with the pie in hand. I winged it and it missed him by two feet. <clears throat> if you'd have come to class, you might have got me, Latiari. I think that's how you say his name. Bite the dust, I said under my breath and walked away. We cruised around looking for the ladies and tried to calm each other down. Duty spotted Frenchie. The fucking names in this movie. <clears throat> Yo, beautiful, he yelled to her. Frenchie skipped over and gave dude a big kiss. What's hot, lover? She asked. That's what I say to John Wayne all the time. Every time I see him, what's hot, lover? Uh, <clears throat> Duty looked at her and blushed. Frenchie wrapped her arm around Duty and headed off with him. French, Knick yelled after her. You see anybody else? It was his way of asking where the ladies were. Yeah, by the Ferris wheel, Frenchie called back. Well, it was me, Danny, and Knicky now. The three desperados coming up to high noon. Okay, that's just terrible. Uh, this was the big showdown. We looked at each other, nodded in silence, then headed towards the Ferris wheel. We walked across the field, around booths and other rides, and it was just a long enough walk to give us a chance to scrape together some last-minute confidence and maybe an opening line or two. Just as we came into the clearing approaching the Ferris wheel, we heard this sharp, nasty, hey! We turned, and then, leaning against the fence, was a total stranger. She was a complete knockout, head to toe, dressed in a black sweater and pink pedal pushers and a black satin pink lady's jacket. I took a better look at her face since, to be honest, it was her swinging body that first caught my eye. And no lie, it was Sandy. This beautiful chick who we had known only as a cute little church mouse suddenly appeared as a greaser's dream. We stood there flabbergasted, completely at a loss for words. Sandy just stared back, cracking her gum, cooled out, calm and collected. She had her hands hitched halfway into her back pockets, pushing out her chest, and was leaning over to one side with her hips kicked out at an angle. Whew, I was getting steamed just looking at her. Her hair was frizzed and electric. Her lips were fiery red and ready to be kissed. If ever there was a greaser's Venus, she was it. I could just see her sitting on the hood of Grease Lightning as it coasted up to the palace. <laughs> Jesus. Remember when you had your first greaser dream? I did. I it, was, it was a good time. Yeah, good memories. Sandy, Danny finally said. Hey, you got it. How's it going, stud? She said to Danny in a husky voice that sent chills down my spine. Danny was speechless. <clears throat> What's the matter? The great Danny Zuko got nothing to say now that a lady makes a move on him. I moved aside. This was like a showdown. Sandy looked like the killer. I knew she had it in her all along. Uh, 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 was all that Danny could manage to say. <laughs> Sandy strode over to him and hooked her arm around his waist and pinched his behind. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is where the song would start right and they would do the yeah the one that I want. this is where the song would start but mm -hmm. like i said instead he tries to turn this whole thing into dialogue right baby you're the one that i want danny said danny sandy danny yelled throwing his arms around her i got chills 
I'm trembling a lot. I'm nervous and hot. Sandy, I'm all choked up. Sandy laid a long, wet kiss on Danny's mouth, then broke into a terrific smile. <laughs> Fuck, this is horrible. Uh, Danny, Danny looked at her and laughed. I guess you're still kind of mad at me, huh? Danny asked. Nah, Sandy said, hanging her hands on her hips. Me and Knick walked off towards the Ferris wheel. Marcia was standing by the entrance waiting to go up. Rizzo was beside her. They pretended not to see us. Uh, you girls want some company? I asked, and I could see Marcia was stifling a smile. Hey, Riz, Knick said softly. You really shouldn't go on that thing, what, with your condition and all. Ah, you pig palooka, forget it, Nikki. It was a false alarm. What? Nikki cried. I'm not pregnant! Holy cripes, Yazoo! Kanicki ran for Rizzo and swept her off her feet and into the empty basket that was open for the next passengers on the wheel. Listen, Riz, he said as they got in, I'll make an honest woman of you. If that's a lion, Kanicki, I'm not biting. It's a bona fide offer, baby, Kanicki said, sitting next to Rizzo in the basket. Well, it ain't moonlight and roses, but <clears throat> you'll do, Kanicki. You'll do just fine. Rizzo wrapped her arms around Kanicki uh, as the wheel started up. Everyone else seemed to be teamed up, so it was left to me to bring Marsha around. There was only one way to do it. Be honest. Hey, Marsh, I really meant it about wanting to go steady with you, I said. Marsha answered before I had a chance to finish. Yeah, I realized after that it was, a dumb, it was dumb of me to get ticked at you. I guess you give me so little reason to get mad that I get ticked at you for what Danny does. I'm sorry, and that's the last time I'm apologizing for it. Now kiss me, you fool. Marcia and me were tied up in a pretty heavy clinch when I felt a tapping on my shoulder. I looked up and saw it was Frenchie and Duty. <clears throat> Sorry to bother you guys, but we just had to say you look great, Frenchie said. She was a help. She was a hope. It says she was a helpless romantic, but I guess he meant hopeless. Uh, but it says she was a helpless romantic. Uh, Play it as it lies. She was helpless. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And guess what else? Rizzo and Kaniki are back together, Marcia said. And Danny and Sandy made up. Gee, Frenchie said. The whole crowd's together again. I could cry. Yeah, me too, Duty said, burying his head into Frenchie's neck. Danny and Sandy came over, arm in arm, laughing, just as Kanicki and Rizzo got off the Ferris wheel. We all stood in a circle, staring at each other for a few moments without saying anything. It was a moment of silence filled with love. What do we do after graduation? Frenchie asked nervously. Maybe we'll never see each other again, Marcia said sadly. What if she said it happily? <laughs> That'd be even better. Or she said it helplessly. <laughs> she said helplessly. helplessly. <laughs> well, I mean, man, you know, he's got a point. That'll never happen, Danny chimed in. How do you know? What do you mean, how do I know? Tell him, Sonny. What else? I said. We go together. The ladies and the T birds forever, Nikki said. We joined hands and ran through the fairground, picking up friends as we ran. Roger and Jan and Marty joined up, and by the time we hit the parking lot, Grease Lightning was packed with ladies and T-Birds and friends from nose to trunk. Knick pulled out slowly and headed to the palace, where everybody was singing, Let the Good Times Roll, as we cruised down Pusnook Avenue. And now there's just a small little uh, ad addition to the, uh, to the ending here. So you see, no one flew into the clouds or anything. They, they made it more like down to earth, I guess. So anyway, this is the ending or the or the afterward, really. <clears throat>
So school ended and we had our girls back and we were all in love and everything was terrific. Hunky dory, right? Sure. We both know better. We both know better. I'm not sure what he means by that. Okay. Me, Kaniki, and Danny. Oh, oh, okay. He says, sure, we know better. He, he speaks to the reader uh, a lot through the book. Okay. Um, me, Kaniki, and Danny went to summer school together and finally graduated from Rydale without too much ceremony, except for a pretty good drunk when we tied on in the parking lot of the palace with the ladies. By the fall, things started changing too quickly. <clears throat> it was too much to face and keep up with at the same time. We had to look for jobs, clean up our act, and things of that nature, which I promised myself I wouldn't talk about here. That New Year's Eve, we had a big party with the T-Birds and the ladies as we saw the last of the nifty 50s. And to be perfectly honest, I don't think any of us felt all that terrible about seeing that decade and that part of our lives finally come to a close. Which sounds kind of negative. Like we were glad it was over. <laughs> like, fuck that, you know. <laughs> Much like the reader is glad the book is over. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 Isn't that that's a pretty good ridiculous read, I thought. That's pretty fucking ridiculous. That's pretty awesome. Um right. I I really <sighs> I I, it, I, I I don't know it's because I'm like man I really want to read the version where all the songs are uh written out in the book like they're singing each word to it because yeah. I assume it's just kind of alluded to like the words they don't go through like the whole no like no like like they're like just like that reading, right? there's several okay, yeah okay. just like when I was reading where they like kind of make reference oh I got chills you know yeah, yeah we'll always be together like those are lines from the songs that they just kind of insert into the dialogue um <laughs> But yeah, and there's so much of like Sonny just talking about that was the 50s, man. The 50s were so wild. There's like a lot of that in the book. Not that I read the whole fucking thing, but, you know, I skimmed through it. Um, yeah, so uh, I was very happy to find that, <laughs> to see that there was even a novelization of Greece. Made me very happy. I uh, I would like to read the one that's told from the perspective of the car. Grease Lightning. Yeah, Grease Lightning. Yeah, dude. Grease, the Grease Light, should... as told by Grease Lightning. As told by Grease Lightning. The fifties come alive. <laughs> it's a lot of like <laughs> sitting in the parking lot. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, getting waxed. Like, fucking bumping around while someone's fucking in him or something, you know, yeah. or yeah. her. We don't know. I don't want to assume. Sandy, you can't walk out of a driving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just all the, you know, anyway, it could be better. Who knows? We punch it up in post, yeah. but yeah. that's a great ridiculous read, dude. Very what a great, great addition. To I this. was excited to share it with you and, and everyone out there listening. Oh, thank you. And stay tuned for more. Cause I've, I've got a stack of really weird ones that I've accumulated. You make, you, <laughs> you say it like it's a threat. Yeah, stay it is. tuned for more. I've got more. Yeah. Just you fucking wait. You. Just you wait. All right. So we, don't really have much of a, a topic. We're just going to talk about some interesting things that have happened in our lives recently, things going on. Um, <clears throat> one thing I wanted to talk about and I wanted to tell you about in more detail, I'm going to pull up some information here, uh, is a, a neat little place that I went to mm -hmm. uh, last weekend um, called the Witch's Dungeon Classic Movie Museum. Uh, this is a Wax Museum slash uh, Famous Monsters Museum. And it's been around since the 1960s, this place. And it's not too far away from me. It's actually in uh, Plainville, Connecticut. Hmm. Uh, the place is run uh, by a man named Cortland Hull. And uh, he is actually the uh, great nephew of Henry Hull. 
And Henry Hull was an actor who played the werewolf of London in the 1930s, which was the very first werewolf in film history. It was like 15 to 20 years before Lon Chaney Jr. was played the Wolfman. <clears throat> so this guy's got clout, you know, mm-hmm. um, he's worked in, um, he's worked in movie special effects and uh, done some monster props for Universal Studios and stuff like that. Uh, and so the place is really, really cool. Uh, I went there with a, a lady friend of mine and we had a great time. It's a small place, but uh, it's great because, um, you know, uh, Cortland Hall, he, he takes you and like he shows you all the movie props that he he's has and collected and tells you where he got them from, who donated them to him. And he's got mm-hmm. some amazing stuff. He's got a lot of screen use stuff like he's got um, he's got one of the heads from The Exorcist in the scene where her head spins. Oh, wow. he's got he has one of those heads that was actually used in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a, a, a one of the Martians from Mars Attacks. He has the the he has the head that was used uh, for the mutant in this island Earth. So this 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 huge rubber mask that the guy wore to be the mutant in that movie. And that movie is, you know, from like 70 years ago. And the thing is still preserved because rubber wow. like lasts longer than latex does. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he also has a uh, one of the prototype masks from the creature from the Black Lagoon when they were still making the creature and designing him. So mm-hmm. like the mask doesn't look like the one that they finally ended up with. It's a little different, but it's actually one of the ones that was made on set. Wow. You know? Yeah, he's got some incredible stuff. Uh, and then he, the wax museum, this guy also, you know, he's he's the sculptor of all the wax statues. And uh, they're all like old school monsters, you know, uh, ranging from Count Orlock to Dracula, um, Wolfman, uh, the fly, like the, the Vincent Price, the fly, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and what's makes it even uh, more awesome is that not only are, there, are these things beautiful uh, and incredible works of art, but some of them he managed to get from from donors and things like that and people that he had met working in uh, the, the special effects industry. Uh, he actually got plaster casts of some of these actors who had played them so he could use the actual cast that was put on the actors' faces to create these wax figures. So like an actual cast of Bela Lugosi, an actual cast of Boris Karloff. So these wax figures are uncanny in their likeness because they're actually molded based off the actors' faces. And and so... And that he's leading you around like you, like a guided tour, or, or are you allowed to also take take it at your own uh, pace no, as well? If you want no, to no, 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 okay. no, no. It's a guided tour because you know anybody could touch these things and completely destroy them. You know, um, so like he takes you through the museum part, which is you know, like all the props and everything and and all of that the stuff that was in films, and then he has like this guy who's kind of like an Igor. He like dresses like Igor and he's like, takes you through the, and he takes you through like all the wax museum and the wax museum is really cool. Cause it's not just the figures, but like they do complete set backgrounds for every figure. So like the Phantom of the Opera has like the pipe organ and he has like the curtains and all this stuff. Uh, cause, uh, cause uh, Mr. Hull's father worked in like uh, industrial design or something like that. And so like he built like he helped him build all these sets. And so the detail is incredible. Like for, um, for the werewolf of London, like he has his whole lab and there's just like hundreds of little glass vials and each one has a label with some weird shit on it. You know, it's like the detail is incredible when you walk through the place. Yeah. Um, so I, I highly, that. yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's been around since the 1960s. It's like a historic uh, monster museum uh, here in Connecticut. 
And I highly recommend it to everybody. It's only like nine bucks to, to go to it. Um, Damn. And, and then you can also, you can donate. All the money goes back into preserving the museum and preserving horror movie history. Was there merchandise to buy? T-shirts? Yeah, they have stuff cetera, like that. Yeah. yeah, they have T-shirts, posters, and you know other things. But the, 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 that's the other thing is they have like movie posters too. Like they have a movie posters signed by Vincent Price and stuff. You know, oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, like lots of that was the other thing. Like he was telling stories about Vincent Price. Like um, Cortland Hall actually knew him in real life, and so Vincent Price uh, recorded some tracks just for this museum. So when you go, there's like little videos that play and they've got this skeleton animation that comes on and it's Vincent Price being like, welcome to the witch's dungeon. You know, like he recorded these just for the museum. So it's the only place you can hear these recordings of Vincent Price. Wow. How much were the uh, sign posters going for? Oh, they don't sell those. Those are on uh, display. But they were like, no, 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 no. That, that's, like, you know, that's like on display. It's like they have a house of wax, you know, appropriately enough. A House of Wax poster signed by Vincent Price, mm-hmm. and also some other things signed by him. In fact, he has a a mask that was made for Vincent Price, uh, like was that was going to be screen used, but it was for a film that was never made. So it's just like he has it in this glass case. It's like Vincent Price's head, like in a case with like a red robe, like red hood, like over it. So it almost has like a mask of the Red Death kind of like mm. thing but it's weird because they did make a mask of the red death movie yeah, yeah. Uh, and this isn't from that it was from something that was never made and he was like yeah i can't even remember what the name of the movie was going to be or anything because it was from the 1960s or something interesting so. <clears throat> and he does have a, a a wax figure of uh dr fives as well which is really cool that's awesome what For was the, uh oh sorry i was just gonna say for the vincent price fans he does have dr fives yeah um, what was your favorite, uh, if you had to pick a favorite uh, exhibit there or, or feature, I guess? Um, well, it was really cool to see uh, the, the the head from The Exorcist um, and how oh, it was yeah. designed uh, and how like her eyes, they based the eyes off of a cougar's eyes, um, you know, because they were like, that was like of all the eyes in nature, those are the ones that were like the most haunting. And when you look at it, you can really see what, what he was, you know, what they were talking about. But it was cool to see that because it was actually used in the movie where her head spins around. So yeah. that was kind of cool. Um, and I really liked seeing um, the wax figures that were based on the actors because the, the like I said, the, particularly the Boris Karloff stuff from The Mummy, uh, it, it was crazy how much it looked like him. You know, it was like he was yeah. standing there. It was really cool. Um, and I and I do love like the old Universal monsters. You know, I love all horror movies dating mm-hmm. back to, you know, when they first began. Uh, so that was another one. They had Count Orlock, you know, uh, from Masferatu. They had a statue of him as well yeah it was really really cool really a fun time uh next time you come up here you know, i'll definitely take you yeah yeah i do we have to go we have to go yeah it's really cool and we can we have a picnic outside afterwards or uh not or... The, not really the best spot to picnic but we could we could picnic somewhere else and then go there <laughs> okay that's fine too i guess that yeah works. it's just yeah it's just like the area it's in isn't isn't very grassy so yeah well that's fine um well speaking of monster museums it's getting close to halloween it are, you is. Getting, are you getting any warm tinglies in your dingling oh absolutely for halloween already yeah, absolutely i'm very excited for that uh because um the last two years because of the pandemic i didn't get to do anything um you know most people didn't get to do anything i just stayed home and watched horror movies which is like every fucking day anyway so it didn't even make a difference uh but this year uh 
my good buddy, fellow author Aaron Beauregard, is having a big Halloween party, and uh, I'm going to be going to that. So I'm very excited to actually have a Halloween party to go to again this year. Because, yeah, the last time I did one was in 2019 when I went to the Playboy Club, uh, which is now closed. <laughs> I think the pandemic killed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we went to uh, Trader Joe's the other day because the yeah. pumpkin, all the pumpkin stuff was coming out and Scarlett wanted to. Uh, oh, like the pumpkin spice all, foods all, and shit? Everything. Like she yeah. loves all the Halloween and pumpkin stuff. So uh, pumpkin, we're all pumpkin out up here, bitch. Yeah. Um, I had a, a like, I, like, I don't drink much at all anymore, but, um, uh, you know, we went to um, my lady friend and I, we went to uh, a barcade uh, that the same day we went to the museum and uh, I had my first like Oktoberfest beer of the season. So that was cool. They had a, so they had some really cool pinball machines there too. Like they, like it was a great monster themed day that we had because the pinball machines, they had a Godzilla one. Uh, they had a universal monsters one, Adam's family. And then best of all, they had a Halloween one. And I mean, Halloween as in John Carpenter's Halloween. And yeah. Unfortunately, that was the one that was out of order, which really kind of pissed me off because oh, I'll send shit. you I'll have to send you pictures of it because it's really a gorgeous machine. And you know, like the prong that you pull to release the ball, it was a fucking butcher knife, dude. Oh <laughs> it's like shit. You pull like, a butcher knife. You know? Oh damn. Yeah. And then like on the sides, like you know, foosball, you know, um, like on the sides, they had these like foosball guys that were Michael Myers that spun. Like yeah, when yeah. shooting the balls man. yeah it was it's a gorgeous machine i was really bummed that it was broken but uh yeah it was it was a great monster day so it was kind of like a little precursor to to halloween you know we did uh, both of those things and, and she's not the biggest horror fan but she had a great time uh and at the museum as well because she loves history so it was it was a good time hell yeah um yeah, man. I don't know. I'm I'm I always am like Halloween is like, oh shit, it's here, dude. What am I doing? Uh yeah. So I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm flying by the seat of my pants as, as you know. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It kind of took me by surprise. Cause I'm like, man, I should be, I feel like I need to be watching more horror uh, movies right now or, or, or something like that. I need to be keying in on. Um, but I haven't, I watched football. It was great. I'm very excited about that. But I've been watching all these crazy Blu-rays. Uh, yes that I told that I told you I got like on the road and yeah. you had mentioned it on the show too, I think. Yeah. I think I touched a little bit on it because we brought up uh, the LA age jab. Oh yeah. 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 You, you did talk about, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's this one, uh, man, there's one, it's called like sport rocks and it's an Australian film. And in the back I, I read it and I thought it was like, like a, um, I thought it was going to be like uh, music videos from some like band or whatever. And like with, uh, I don't know, explosions or something in between, but it turns out it's just like this Australian or, or maybe they're New Zealand. Uh, sorry, no offense. Um, stunt team just doing like crazy fucking stunts. And then it cuts between that and then like this band, like just rocking out on stage, like playing a full fucking song. Like when we were watching Hard Rock Zombies and they would play like the full fucking song, right. like it was a music video. This is yeah. like just them performing on stage. 
And then they'd go back to like this guy, like, yo, this is a really this demon buggy and right up and there's a hit the cat. And like, it's got split screen. I was like, who is this guy? He's like De Palma or something, but it was like the same image, you know, like it was just like a mirrored image. Um, very fucking bizarre, dude. Had nothing to do with horror. I thought it was going to either be like a horror thing or like, uh, yeah, like explosions and weird shit with this music. But no, it was just like a, pseudo jackass reel but they were stunts just stunts not like not stunts like i'm gonna fucking get gored by a bull or i'm gonna get fucking uh, put a um, matchbox up my ass yeah (laughs) yeah i'm gonna fucking put this rod in my glass rod in my pee hole and slam in the car door and shit like uh just like motor stunts you know like you would Mm -hmm. do out in the desert it's weird i don't know that's weird sounds awful it was, but it was fun. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll bring it. I'll bring it to your house. We'll watch it together. Again. That's okay. I'll yeah, we, no, no, you watch it, dude. It's fine. Right. You'll see. All right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I actually wanted to bring something. I mean, this kind of this does tie into Halloween as well. Have you heard about this? Uh, it's an adult cartoon show, kind of like Family Guy or whatever. Uh, but it's called Little Demon. Have you heard about it? Uh, yeah, uh, it's the one with Danny DeVito, right, and his daughter. Yes, but Danny DeVito plays Satan. Yeah. And like, dude, remember when I had said when I read uh, Left Hand Paths, your book, how like, I know it's not Satan in that it's a demon. But still, I was like, Danny DeVito needs to play this demon. And now Danny DeVito is Satan in this cartoon. They they must have been listening to our show. Motherfuckers. (laughs) They must have been listening to our show, right? (laughs) Yeah, I haven't. I know uh, Scarlett has watched a few episodes, but I have not seen it yet. Does he look like? What does he look like visually? Well, he looks no, he looks like a regular guy. Yeah, oh, he just okay. looks like a guy. Um, he doesn't have horns or, or red skin or anything like that. Uh, but it's a really funny show because it's it's a horror show, and basically, um, yeah, the, the main character is this 13-year-old girl who is the Antichrist. She's like the son of the devil, or I mean the daughter of the devil in this case. Uh, uh but she's just trying to live her regular life and go to school. And funny enough, her mom, who had sex with the devil is a witch but is using her like witch powers for good and it's kind of like a demon slayer at the same time mm-hmm. and the mom is voiced by aubrey plaza uh from parks and rec she was april on parks and rec nice. uh, and i know we're you're a fan of that too so it's a pretty funny show and it's also it's really really raunchy like really dirty like some of the not just what the things they say but the animation like they they show like full nudity and an animation in it which really surprised me it gets you uh, off huh, doesn't it you weird. it does it does it's like the only thing i can the only thing that gets me off anymore is it, animated it, nudity yeah. and the voice of danny devito in my ear yeah uh, <laughs> but it's on hulu uh you know so you can check it out and all of you out there it's on uh, fox or fx one of those um but it's worth checking out i think it's a pretty funny show so and it's good timing it's like a brand new show the episodes coming out right in time for halloween so uh, yeah i'm gonna have to check that out for for sure um there's been a couple of like i, I de- definitely think you'll like it the da- devil daughter like type of cartoons so i was just like checking real quick but um yeah i'm interested well, she's, the little girl is actually like the antichrist you know but she's not like a it's just not a, like a little girl like a kid she's 13 so she's like you know coming into puberty starting to like boys and all the stuff that comes with that age so it's kind of it's kind of a cute and funny concept that she's also the Antichrist. You know, nice. there's an episode where she like is just trying to make the world a better place. So she keeps possessing people and making them do good things. You yeah. Know? And so she's just like possessing people left and right. And it just gets totally out of control. It's a funny show. It's good. Yeah. You know what else I've been watching a lot of lately? 
Speaking of funny shows that are about witches, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the one from the 90s. Oh, the old one? The original? With with Melissa Joan Hart, yeah. Are you being Um, serious right now? I am being serious. Uh, Scarlett put it on one day, like last week or something, and uh, just like, yeah, she'll put this on. And I, I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. And and now, you're, now it's your favorite show. There, wish watching. It. I, was like, <laughs> I remember watching this, but it is. It's funny because it's like they're witches, but this was like a primetime show in the '90s. Yeah, so it's very uh, safe. Uh, see, it's yeah. it is safe, but they still tread some weird line with the magic mm-hmm. and how they use it, and it's just mm-hmm. uh, it's dumb as shit. But oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I, I've, I've never. I'm aware of it, but I've never watched it. Like I didn't watch it back in the day or anything. I am aware. I also I also never watched uh, Buffy. I, that was a real big big one in the nineties. I never watched. The, I watched the movie. I went to see the movie when it first came out, like before there was the show. Um, but I wasn't that impressed with the movie, so I never never picked up on the show. I know the show is very different. So all you people out there that are like, no, dude, the show's yeah, I fucking know. I, I just don't care. Yeah, just nothing. I don't know. I didn't watch the not show. Interested. Yeah, not interested. Um, but. Uh, Speaking of Halloween and all of that, depending on when this episode airs, um, I will be uh, in at the Merrimack Valley uh, Halloween Book Festival this mm-hmm. October. Um, I think it's the 17th. It's a one day event, but uh, it's in Haverhill, Massachusetts. Uh, it's a really great event. A huge, huge roster of horror authors are there. Uh, it takes place at the Haverhill Library uh, every year, uh, but it wasn't um, it hasn't gone down the last couple of years because of the pandemic so i'm really excited that it's back and i'm excited to be back so uh if you're in that area mark it on your calendars look it up it's the merrimack valley halloween book festival it's a great time hell yeah and that's a two-day event like a weekend weekend no it's it's just one day i believe it's october 16th or 17th it's whatever the saturday is that weekend yeah nice (laughs) i don't i didn't have it pulled up because i wasn't planning on uh, it just came to mind, and I thought it's it organically. Fun. It's organically. People, hey, hey, uh, it's well organic, you know? Oh, hey, yo, organic. Yo, but yeah, a lot of a lot of great writers are going to be there. Um, uh, one of the big ones is Richard Chismar is going to be there. Um, mm. So yeah, so it's a great opportunity for you uh, folks to come out and meet all your favorite writers. It's really an insane amount. It's like I don't know, 50, 60 writers are going to be there. It's awesome. Yeah. Name yep, yep. two more. Uh, I know that uh, Wes. Southern is going to be there. And uh, I know that Gabby Triana is going to be there, which I'm very excited about because Gabby and I are still trying to figure out if we're related. We nice. probably are. It's 23 uh, and it's, me, baby. But oh. it's kind of cool, you know, that there's two horror authors out there with the name Triana. So I'm excited to meet her. Uh, she's, she's not asked. going to, she's not, she's not going to have like a table at it, but uh, my good friend uh, and fellow horror author Mona Kabani is going to be coming with me. She's going to be helping me at my table. Uh, so she'll be there. But yeah, it's a long list of people, but I, I I know I could very easily get confused about who was who's there this year and who was there last time. So I don't want to tell people that there's certain people and be wrong. I'm just um, you, you passed the test, dude. You got the two. All right. Um, I could I could pull it up right now and listen it if you want to talk for a minute. <laughs> you can sing us a song or something. Um well I mean well, I mean, I, oh, my God. I, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was wrong. It was like. Uh, oh, here it is. Here we go. Uh, all right. Let me name some of these people. Uh, oh, Morris Brodus is going to be there. Michael Burke, Dana Cameron, uh, Glenn Chadbourne, Richard Schismar, Michael Clark, 
Ellen Datlow, everyone knows uh, Ellen, uh, Tom Deedley, Deedy, uh, Asher Ellis is going to be there again, Christopher Golden, of course, he uh, you know runs the event, Gabino Inglesis, Jonathan Jans, um, uh, you know, the list goes on, Cassandra Kaw, Patrick Lacey, uh, yeah. Cool. The list goes on, man. The list, the goes, list on. goes Josh, on. Josh, Josh Mallerman for is going to be there as well. You know, he's a big deal. Cynthia Paleo. Um, yeah. Cool. The list goes on and on. <clears throat> Lots of I'm cool excited. people, including Christopher Triana, who is definitely the most interesting. Oh, Rath James White is going to be there as well. I, I didn't realize Rath was going to be there. So that's really cool. That's going to be very it's cool. A, it's a very long list. I, that was only the tip of the iceberg of the people that are going to be there. I was just scanning the list. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Uh, speaking of hell yeah, brothers, I did want to uh, at, talk a little bit about this. We talked, we got to talk the Stallone update because we are Stallone's. Stallone, bro. Stallone, Stallone, Um A couple of things. You you mentioned a movie that he was in, but I was going to ask you if you've seen this new series that he's in where he plays a, a mobster that's been, it's called Tulsa King. Yeah, I definitely I've heard of it. I'm interested in it, but is it out? Is it like airing now? I believe it just started airing, yes. Okay. At the time of this at the time of this uh release. Because I believe it's it, uh, if I remember correctly, it's based on a true story, right? That I don't know. The synopsis just says it's a you know a gangster that's out of prison. Uh he was a you know a captain is out of prison after 25 years and he gets kind of exiled yeah. by his boss to Tulsa and then realizes they're you know his gang the gangsters are coming to get him so he puts his own crew together there and it's a uh, ragtag bunch and whatever else happens so sounds like it's kind of like a comedy uh gangster oh it's kind comedy. of water so kind, i mean it kind of looks like it has a comedy element to it huh. uh but uh you know action comedy i don't know what do you mm-hmm. think I figured you might know more about I, it. I don't, I, but no, but. no, I don't. I don't know anything about it. Um, I, I just know that he was going to be in a series where he played a gangster, and I thought it was based on a true story. But I may be totally wrong about that. I may be getting you confused with something else. Um, but no, I'm always interested in anything Stallone does, and yeah, and I did happen to watch his new movie on Amazon, which is called Samaritan, and it's it's a decent movie. You know, it's it's not amazing, it's not bad, um, but I think. One, I think, well, I know the main problem I had with it is it's it's another superhero fucking movie. He plays like a retired superhero and he also plays um, uh, well, like basically him and his and his brother were like a hero and an antihero, a hero and a villain, I should say, Um, a super villain. And like they had this big war back in the past. And like now he's like retired from being a retired from being a superhero and the movie is okay it's well made and he's good in it and everything but it's just i'm so sick and fucking tired of everything having to be about superheroes every fucking action movie they need to fly and have a cape and like it's always this shit even if they're not dressed up like a hero in a cape and everything which he's not he's just like in a normal clothes and everything but i'm just fucking exhausted by it i'm i'm so beyond tired of it but i watched it i actually got a bad cold and I was sick for a few days and really it was, it was bad. I, I, I couldn't do anything. So I just watched movies and that movie happened to come out that weekend. So I checked it out and it has a, a, a nice little twist that I saw it coming, but I still liked the twist at the end. Um, so it's, it's all right. You know, I mean, if you're a hardcore Stallone fan, I would check it out. Uh, but 
don't be expecting him to be wielding machine guns and shooting bad guys off motorcycles the way we remember him, the way that we want him to be. Instead, it's him like wielding a magical hammer or some shit, you know, like Thor. It's, it's kind of like whatever. <laughs> well, you really oversold it there. I um, really did. I, I'm just like, it's not like I said, it's not a bad movie. If you're into like the superhero shit, I'm sure you would really like it. Uh, but I personally am I'm really tired of all of that. So I think yeah. it's just been oversaturated for years now, you're like decades wrong. even of, for this fucking Marvel shit. I'm done, dude. I'm tired of it. I know, dude. You've been sending your letters uh, to Marvel yeah. via to me to send I, I, on the, yeah. to Disney <laughs> to, from here to, and to stand straight to Stan Lee in his grave. Yeah, yeah. They've been piling up, dude. I've been busy, but I'll get them out there. Don't worry. I'll uh, okay. Good. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get them out there to you, dude. For you. Um, Thank you. Thank you. For you, man. Um, that's that sounds cool, dude. I'm gonna be. I got Scarefest coming up in in Lexington at the end of the month, and then Baltimore, or you know whatever it is i'm aware of baltimore hunt valley you know right outside of baltimore uh those those are coming up like kind of right there uh soon soonish or like as even as this this is airing i'm there so come see me um and come see chris at uh merrimack uh apple butter what was it (laughs) (laughs) Ah, apple butter ice cream yes (laughs) uh yeah um i'm excited to get back out on the road uh being home for a couple weeks is fine but you know, I get the itch to put it in the itch. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not at all. No idea what you're talking about. The itch yeah. to put it in the itch. Um, I did uh, watch some footage of uh, the Romstein show that we were talking about last week on the show, the Paris one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. After Insane, we got right? after yeah after we got off the the Zoom, I, I put it on and was watching it while I was doing some drawing. I was like, yeah, this is incredible and crazy. But then uh, and uh, I thought about you saying, like, I'm yeah. not going down to deal with that fucking crowd. And I was like, yeah, actually, yeah. Th- that looks pretty intense. I don't know if I want to be, I want to be sitting <laughs> right? in the back and just kind of watching like, oh, that's hot down there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like it's full on explosions. Dude. Drinking a ja- champagne coolie, just like hanging out, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it is pretty cool. And it is like a, there's there's a couple of produced ones i found on youtube but that one's like a more recent yeah uh from 2022 fully produced yeah it is great, and it, great, and yeah yeah well it done, is. so yeah but they, they they pull out all the stops like every prop and every crazy thing that they're known for is all in that concert um mm-hmm. that, that live in paris one um and even if even if you don't want to sit the whole thing folks i'm telling you look up the Duhast because that's where it really gets insane <clears throat> so yeah. yeah i'm just i'm just too old dude i'm too old for the go to those types of concerts <laughs> I am. Yeah, it, no no i'm just i'm laughing at just like it's just it was intense it was really insane yeah uh, it is but uh yeah the crowds and being up being out late and having to stand in a sweaty noisy crowd and the music is always way too loud it's just i just too old man I'm just old I'm, i'd rather listen to the cd at home thank you <laughs> and that's yeah. how old i am i called her the cd, CD. <laughs> I'll just listen to the CD at home. Thing. You're out, I'll put you, on my eight track. Thank you very much. You're out in the you're out in the parking lot, like drinking Billy beer and listening to the CD <laughs> <You're right. laughs> while Bart and Milhouse are in in the fucking stadium. <laughs> fucking Billy beer. We elected the wrong Carter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I could use a Billy beer myself. 
Uh, who, who couldn't? Who couldn't use a good Billy beer? Uh, yeah. Well, on that, I think uh, we should Billy beer our way. Out of here. <laughs> Billy beer the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, this it's, has been a sh- this is like like Seinfeld. This has been a show about nothing. It's a you show know? about just catching up and cruising mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah, just chatting away. Sometimes we do that and cruising uh, on in in, Gre- in the back of Grease Lightning. That's right. And uh, please chat. You you know, uh, hopefully you come out and check uh, Chris, Christopher or myself out there um, in the hood. If yeah. we're in your hood, uh, you know, you can find our dates at the, yeah. the website. Met, there. M- mention. Yep. Mention this show and get a free handshake. Oh, dude. <laughs> I was going to drop the signage in the background and shit, man. All right. Give me to it. Mention the show. Get a free handshake. Handshake. Uh, I drop a thing. It says hand job. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn it. It's typo. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I sent that out to everyone on the mailing lists. Oh, no. Well, mention this show. Get a hand job. Well, you'll see. Maybe it's a lottery system. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we're, we're back and we'll be back next week with some uh, some other things that you will like. Yes, we'll Absolutely. be back. And All right. I love you. And I love you. And we love all of you out there. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good night. Bye.